Welcome to the I Work For Him podcast. I'm Michael Miracle, producer of the I Work For Him radio program, the voice of the faith and work movement. Our mission is to transform the workplace of every Christian into a mission field. What does that look like in your workplace? Let's find out right now. Do you ever wonder what happened to your favorite car from high school? In fact, while I was sitting here writing this, I looked up to see if there were any 1981 Mercury Zephyrs for sale. (laughs) I found one in the country. Not exactly a hot classic car. But I digress. So many really cool cars end up in a junkyard or a salvage yard or someone's barn or field to be left and rot away. It's so sad. Well, not really, because there are so many shows out there that highlight people bringing cars back to life from the junkyard to the front yard to the freeway and the car museum. Classics from old are brought back to life. Most of them in better shape than they were when they were new. It's amazing. Doesn't this sound just like something else you know? The gospel takes our broken junkyard life right out of the salvage yard and restores us to better than brand new and puts us back on the freeway of life with a high-powered Holy Spirit engine inside. Today, we're going to talk with YouTube legend Dennis Savage, or Denny Salvage as he's known out there, about his business tree called Bring Him Back to Life to see how his faith is playing out in the world of classics restoration. Dennis Savage, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you very much. We are so glad to have you here. So why don't you tell us, Dennis, how did God bring your life, you, back to life? Well, I grew up in a church going on Sundays and some occasions where they had the gospel, they had the Old Testament, they honored all the the people of the past who were godly people, but they never had an altar call. They never told people, you need to know Jesus as your personal Savior. Mm. So I knew a lot of the scriptures, but I didn't know Jesus. And then I met a young lady who grew up in another Christian church where they did a lot of the same stuff, but much more religion added to it. And she didn't know Jesus Christ either, but she knew about him. And our parents were not happy with either of us planning on getting married because Catholics don't marry Protestants. Hmm. Well, it turned out that we agreed that we would not bring our children up in either denomination, but would search for one where they believed in Jesus as Lord and Savior, even though we didn't know who he was. And when we we come back, we're going to hear the rest of that story. You listen to I Ah. Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Many things in life are out of your control, but you can control the content you listen to. I Work For Him has created a podcast with you in mind. Subscribe to the I Work For Him Power Pod on your favorite podcast platform, and you can choose to listen on demand. Shows release several times per week and offer 15-minute highlights of content to help you learn to transform your workplace into a mission field. Subscribe today by searching for I Work For Him Power Pod on your favorite podcast platform. That's I Work For Him Power Pod. Take control of your listening time today. Welcome back to I Work For Him. We're talking with Dennis Savage about Bring Him Back to Life, his business tree out there bringing classics, classic cars back to life. Dennis, you said you met this Protestant girl and you were a Catholic guy and you were getting married and you decided, go ahead, finish your story. Hey, we we discussed, discussed that we, we wanted to find mutual ground, so we kept going to different churches. And some were known as cults, we found later, but we, they kept leading us, and we kept searching until Jesus found us. Mm. What happened is my wife made a personal commitment to Jesus in a Roman Catholic church, and then she found a church outside of there that was preaching the whole gospel, and I liked the change in her. I still loved her, but mm. I liked the change. 
So when she had a minor injury in her knee and it was painful to use the clutch on the 56 Chevy to drive to church, she asked me to take her to church. And mm-hmm. that was the open door. I said, of course, I'll take you to church. It's my fault you fell off the motorcycle. So anyway, <laughs> I drove her to church. I went in. I listened to the message. I sat the whole thing, and we left. And she said, well, what did you think about that? And I said, I enjoyed that. I'm coming back next week. And I had full intentions of going back the following week and accepting Jesus as my Savior, which I did. November 9th, 1975. Wow. What a great, what a great um, journey you guys traveled together to find Jesus. So, Dennis, let's talk about your business tree, as we, as I like to call it. You bring black, bring back classic cars to life, and bringing us back to life. Really, that that whole correlation between God bringing us back to life, like He brought you back to life, and bringing classic cars to life. How did God instill in you a desire to bring and restore broken things? Well, actually, it was watching my own dad. Uh, my dad was a professional office person, an executive for a major corporation, and he had no actual hands-on skills. But he had access to my mother's inheritance of a, an original drop-leaf Queen Anne table that my grandfather had used as his workshop table for years. Mm. And he had had a vice on it and he threw tools on it and it was cracked and it was broken, but it was a very rare piece of history. Mm-hmm. My dad's very good friend who was an older man had an antique shop and told him he could restore that if he followed his friend's directions. My dad was scared because he knew the table was very valuable But I watched my dad restore that beautiful Queen Anne table himself. And at the time, my dad owned a couple of antique cars, a Model A and a Hupmobile and a Pierce Arrow. And Grandpa had a 34 Rolls Royce and a 55 Studebaker. So (laughs) I was growing up with antique cars in, in my arena. But watching my dad, who was not a skilled man, restore something very valuable. So that kind of stuck with me when the itch to start buying old cars as cheap transportation came about because my wife and I started off very young. We eloped, as I told you earlier uh, in the letter. We eloped in my 57 Chevy. And once we were married, I had to do everything myself. So I had to learn how to fix that 57 Chevy. So I would go to my uncles and I would ask them how to do this. What is wrong with it? Why did it quit? And, can I, and help, they would help me fix my own car. Well, when we started driving these classic Tri-5 Chevrolets, they were just old cars. They weren't classics yet, but <laughs> there was a demand for them. And I knew it. So we wound up over our lifetime buying and saving almost every Tri-5 Chevrolet that we bought and drove as a family car. So, like, how many of those do you have in your collection? Well, we're we're thinning the herd. <laughs> okay, uh, all right. We, but, uh, we had we had thirty plus in the barns. Oh man! Wow, uh, not too long ago, and, and we had them all insured. 
we were paying a premium every year, even though they never left the barn. It was to, to protect them in case we right. lost the barn or something. Right. Uh, but we decided that there were like seven or eight we really wanted to keep all 1956s, with one exception. Uh, we eloped in a 57 Chevy, and I said, someday I would like a 57 convertible. And we found one locally with the title second owner that was in a garage that had been made into a drag car (laughs) (laughs) but i wound up we wound up buying it because i told my wife i said i can put that back to original without doing any major work so we do have 157 and it's a convertible but all the others are 56 chevys we have every model and every body style they made in 56 wow so and you know we just work on them. I work on them way too often. <laughs> so so let's let's draw the correlation between your video series, which on YouTube bring them back to life. You've got thousands, millions of views on all of your shows. Bring them back to life with Dennis Savage. Talk about the correlation between your investment in classic cars and God's investment in our lives. How do you tie the two of those together when you're out there playing around in the salvage world? Well, it it started, you know, because I was driving 56 Chevys for so long. And when I bought my first stock car, I requested number 56. So nobody was using it. So I had number 56 on the racetrack. I towed it with a 56 Chevrolet. I became known as Den 56. So when I would meet people with classic Chevys, I would share the gospel with them if they were open. And one of those people had a 57 Chevy. I led to the Lord and he wound up being my best friend. And then we started a classic Chevrolet club together with men that we were sharing the gospel with, some of whom came to Christ. And we realized that there's an open door in every arena as long as it's legitimate and wholesome. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and we did. We helped a lot of young men, uh, you know, learn more about life than they had been taught and helped some of them change habits that they had that were going to be harmful. And we just became examples uh, to younger people mostly. But we also started a local Christian television show together. We were full gospel businessmen's chapter presidents and vice presidents together. We both became chaplains to serve me, to serve the fire and police EMS workers, and him to serve Vietnam vets. So everywhere we went together, we had our classic cars, but we would represent the Lord in whatever arena we happen to be out in. So So, I I want to make a correlation there real quick for our listeners, because what you really did do with your life is a great example for all of us. You took something that you love, that you enjoy doing, and you've kind of made that the open door to to build relationships with people. Isn't that right? Yes. uh, Doing what the Apostle Paul said, be all things to all people so that we can be witness for Christ. So how do you do that? When you're when you're out meeting somebody, how do you bridge that conversation from the cars to Jesus? Well, in my case today, because I have the TV show about the old cars, my business card is actually on the cover of the, the PTL Book of John. Yes. And it says, Denny Salvage, the junkyard chaplain. 
Well, that's just a little clue that they know chaplains are usually Christian people. Uh-huh. And the way I talk and the way I treat people, the way I ask questions, it often will open a door. And if not, then I'll just say something Okay. Uh, to open a door and to be a witness. I love the fact that you have tied together car restoration classic car restoration and jesus because it's such a such a fun thing there's so many we all can relate to to that whole example of just taking something old and broken and bringing it back to life or as your case bring them back to life which is what god did in, in in our lives when when you came back when you came to christ when you went back that second week to church with your wife driving that 57 chevy with the with the clutch when th- th- was that a three speed that was a three on a tree wasn't it a the yes, 56 okay all right just want to make sure i had that correct in my head correct <laughs> <laughs> so what did how did jesus do what kind of restoration project did jesus do in your life after you came to christ well, I'm kind of a different example because when I was growing up, I, I honored my parents. Um, all my needs were met. I, I had no rebellion in me. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to honor my parents. So I had tried to make achievements to honor them. If I was in 4-H and FFA. I would compete in local, regional, state, national competitions and, and win awards that made my parents proud of me, even though they didn't want anything to do with agriculture. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I tried to be a, 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 chi- a, a, a teenager that was respectful. Uh, I never did things that a lot of teenagers did. In fact, I don't know how many of my friends stay out of trouble. I was too busy to get in trouble, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So it's like, I, I didn't do a lot of things that people in my generation did because I, I liked making achievements. I like learning stuff. I like, I like bringing honor to my parents. So I had less of a time uh, transitioning from just being a, a, a good teenager and a, and a responsible dad and a loving husband to to a Christian man, there wasn't a huge change in my life. What I realized was the stress of trying to provide for three little kids when I couldn't really find the profession that suited me the best. So I was job hunting, hunting, hunting around, mm-hmm. trying to find jobs, not, not being committed yet in my life toward a profession. And I realized this is too hard. I need help, and I know who that is. I I need to I need to make Jesus my Lord. Mm. So I saw the change in my wife, and I said, "Yeah, that's what I need." My cousin, who lives in Tampa, was my closest cousin, and she always told me, "Denny, you need Jesus as your savior." So that stayed with me. <laughs> I, I knew what I needed to do for myself. So a lot of people didn't see any big change in me, but I felt a change. And then I found a job that I committed myself to and made a career. Mm. <laughs> We're talking today with Denny Savage. You can find him on YouTube. Bring him back to life. It's a it's a YouTube channel. It's a TV show. <clears throat> uh, Dennis, how often do you um, re, uh, release a new show? <clears throat> we try to release a new one every two weeks, but my editor is a full-time worker in the television industry 
editing movies and another television show that is on a, a major channel. And because he's my grandson, I get him at a grandpa price. So <laughs> That's awesome. But if they, to, if they subscribe to, to their... We have to together when he's available. <laughs> sure. Well, if they subscribe to your channel, they'll get notified when there's new ones out there. So uh, listeners, I just encourage you to go to Bring Them Back to Life on YouTube, and you can see firsthand um, what kind of stuff is being released out there on this show that we're talking about. All right, when we come back, we're going to ask Dennis Savage, a.k.a. Denny Salvage, what kind of car he's working on now? What kind of what are the classics he's working on now? And how often when he interacts with vendors and suppliers does he get a chance to actually share Jesus who's alive in him? So check out Dennis Savage online, YouTube, bring him back to life. Dennis, you know, you're you've how many uh, different TV shows do you have out there on YouTube right now? Really quick. We have 42 episodes very good 42. is every one of them a different car uh they're mostly they're the focus is on salvage yards okay great okay so i find cars in salvage yards i have over the past and okay. i bought them for myself and we use use my own cars on the show <laughs> perfect we'll be right back with more with dennis savage field manuals have been around for decades you and i are soldiers serving in our mission fields at work the i work for him field manuals are intended to provide the practical tactical factual and biblical perspectives around work women at work and retirement our field manuals provide the detailed biblical information and faith-based how to's for christ followers like you serving in the field Go to iworkforhim.com forward slash bookstore and request your free chapter today. Hey, welcome back to I Work For Him. Talking with Dennis Savage, a.k.a. Denny Salvage. He's got a YouTube, well, YouTube station. It's a channel. channel. I I can't get that out. YouTube channel. Bring them back to life. Tons of different shows out there. All about classic restoration, salvage yards. It's, it's, It's incredible stuff. But all along, he's also a pocket testament leaguer. He's got his own custom designed pocket testament league as a classic. Well, it's a 50. Is that a, Well, it looks like a 57 Chevy, not mm-hmm. a 56 Chevy on the cover. Right. Actually, it's no, a, it actually looks like a Impala. Like, it's what is it? What is it on the cover? In, in my mind, I had an image of a 1950s era car. So I designed several different makes and models into what kind of looks like a 57 Chevy, which is the most recognizable car in the world, but it's not. <laughs> right. No, it's got the tail end of a 57 Chevy, but it's got the slope of more like a 60 something Impala. And it, so, and, yeah. and it says on it. And it says on it, Denny Salvage, the junkyard chaplain, and on the uh, rear quarter panel says, bring him back to life. All right. So you spend time in salvage yards. You are always looking for stuff. What is a day in the life of Dennis Savage look like? Well, my wife usually plans my schedule. So she will link together as many salvage yards as I have connected in one local area, get all the distances and times that we will fly to that part of the country, rent a car, and then spend a few days on the road going from yard to yard to yard. Mm. And then I bring all the footage home and I intersperse working on my own vehicles into the shows that we've got video from the salvage yards. So uh, what are you working on right now? 
Well, the funny thing happened. The other evening, I got an email from a local gentleman that I've never met, said he watches my show. He had an article from a newspaper from two years ago on me and wanted to call and talk someday. And he said, that someday is now because I'm retiring next week. We're leaving Connecticut. I have a 1990 Cadillac Brome in my driveway. That's a fine old car, but I can't take it with me, and I'd like to give it to you. Hmm. And you're so, like, really? A I'm 1990 wor- Cadillac Brome? Seriously? Okay. Really? A, a great American land yacht. That's what they're called. That's right. 24 mm-hmm. feet and I long. Belong, I belong to a group. <laughs> so I said, I'll come get it running. If it runs, I'll take it. So I'm working on that right now. I've put together some pieces and parts and a battery and stuff, and I'm going to go over and try to get it running. If it runs, I can drive it away. (laughs) That's awesome. So talked about how do you make sure you stay grounded in your faith while you're playing in the classic car world? What are you doing to make sure that – because it's easy to get caught up in cars, but how do you make sure you stay grounded in the Word? Well, my wife and I attend a local church. Every time it's open, hmm. usually, mm-hmm. <laughs> except right now, it might not be, but uh, we have a circle of friends. Many of my friends are believers, even on my Facebook page. If I have a need, I'll put a need out there and ask people to pray. Many of my Facebook friends are Christian people that happen to own old cars. Uh, when I'm out working, I always have to consider that it's the Lord I'm working for. And I've had occasion where a salvage yard owner has had just a really bad day and, and got cheated on a big contract that he had prepared for and spent money on. And I said, well, I am a Christian chaplain. Can I pray for you? And he'll, yes, sure. Mm-hmm. So we just we just lay hands on people and we pray for them. That's what we're supposed to do. That's our first assignment is to represent the Lord. Never mind the junkyard. He was in, he was in a, a bad way emotionally. And he said, I don't even want to be on camera today. I don't want to talk to people. I'm really, really upset. He mm. said, but you're free You're free to go out in the yard and videotape all you want. So we prayed for him. That's amazing. And then he went through the yard. Be in the uh, hands of feet in Jesus, right where right. he is in the Savage Yard. That's right. Dennis Savage, thank you for sharing. Bring him back to life. Make sure you check him out online on YouTube, on his YouTube channel. Bring him back to life. Thank you, Dennis Savage, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Denny Savage. Thank you. Well, right. Thank you, Jim and Martha. Look forward to meeting mm-hmm. you someday. Yeah, we look forward to that, too. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers, our workplace. It's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for him. him. Thank you for listening to the I Work For Him podcast with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Please visit iworkforhim.com to learn more about connecting your faith and work, to join the I Work For Him nation, or subscribe to our weekly blog. You can also follow us on social media at I Work For Him to stay up to date and meet our guests. If today's message spoke to you, please subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your review will launch more workplace missionaries across America. That's at I Work For Him and online, iworkforhim.com. I work the number four, him.com.